Adam Pengilly has uh, written a lot about the live situation. Morning, mate. How are you? Morning, Mido. Morning, boys. Yeah, and Rory's comments, wow, hasn't he changed his tune the last couple of months? But the one thing that he has said that, geez, I hope it comes true, and apart from all the backflips about living, whatever else, he's, talk, he's spoken about how important it is to have a global tour and how important the Australian Open event should be for world golf. Jeez, I, I, I hope they follow through on his comments there and and really make a, a song and dance about the Australian Open because it could be a stellar event if we can just get a few more people down here to play it. Do they really care about us, though, Adam? Oh, the Americans' laws? Probably yeah. not, to, to be honest. Right. No, probably not. They they look at the, the, the dollars and cents, and they probably realise we don't have the corporate backing down here in Australia to support a massive event like they, they do over in America. And the other thing that we really struggle with with the Australian Open is the time of the year. It's always in late November, early December, which traditionally is Thanksgiving time in America. And those American guys do not want to travel when it's Thanksgiving in America. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there is so much potential for the Australian Open. And I'm, I'm, I'm desperately hoping that if the PGA Tour and the Saudis and the DP World Tour all come together, they do something for Australian golf and the Australian Open. But, yeah, well, I'm still a bit sceptical, but at least Rory's comments are hopefully a step in the right direction. So true on the text line. Jay Monaghan really threw him under the bus. Yes, he did. Have we heard from Jay Monaghan since? <laughs> Has he come out and said anything publicly? <laughs> Not really. Uh, now, we've had a couple of texts on this as well. What's Matt Damon's next movie? Won't, uh, won't be Goodwill Punting. Very good. <laughs> Where do, you the race, Mido? Where do you reckon he watched the race from yesterday? And what oh, do you think? Probably his, <laughs> his personal movie cinema that he has. Yeah, yeah. Well, it happens, doesn't it? I know there was a few raps on the on the Colt going into that two-year-old race on the Kenzo yesterday. He was very disappointing, it, it, it must be said. But I'm, I'm hoping for Paul Masara's sake and, and Leah's sake that he can he can bounce back. At, um, yeah, it would have been a great promotion if the horse ran well or potentially won that race, but unfortunately it didn't happen. And the multi-million dollar Colt Railway man was very disappointing as well. But we're all left talking about John O'Shea's two-year-old, who I thought was extremely impressive in that race, get a fix. And beautiful ride by Nashville Real. He showed some strength, the horse, didn't he, in the last 50 to 100 metres. And I've read with interest that John wants to test him in one of the Golden Slipper lead-ups, maybe a Todman Stakes or a Skyline or or something like that, whether he's up to that sort of class or level, time will tell, obviously. But, yeah, certainly he's going to earn his opportunity. So, yeah, not great. Not a great promotion, I suppose, for, for the racing industry when they wanted Matt Damon's horse to run well. But um, hopefully he can stick with the horse and win a few races anyway. Yeah, I see Swans player Tom Papley is part of the ownership yes. group in that horse as well. So they look as though they've got a, a good two-year-old on their hands. What's the latest with Kieran Ma? I know that he split with David Eustace and that, uh, dissolved on the weekend. You, Dave Eustace is off to Hong Kong. What's the latest with Kieran? Yeah, Loz, I can't get my head around this. I, I really can't. I, I don't agree with it either. Is that Racing Victoria have come out and said, well, now that the partnership is dissolved and, and Dave Eustace has gone to Hong Kong, Kieran Ma is going to have to start from scratch again when it comes to the Victorian training premiership. What? He oh, got, you're kidding. No, no, Mido. He's, <laughs> he's, he's got a comfortable lead in the Victorian <sighs> Metro, Metropolitan Trainers Premiership. He's, he's 18 wins that ahead of ben, ben Will and J.D. Hayes. And they're virtually saying he's going back to zero. That's now, ridiculous. I'm not saying he still can't make up the ground and potentially win it. It's going to be very tough to do that. But surely, surely he's allowed to continue training under that name, under that banner, and have those wins counted to what they've achieved in the Premiership so far. Honestly. So. I can understand why he's extremely upset. Um, he runs his training stable as pretty much a business now. His CEO's come out and said it's, it's the wrong decision. They, they don't agree with it at all. 
And basically, he's been sort of thrown to the walls when it comes to the training premiership. Well, I've always had a massive issue with how we keep records in, in Australian racing. Oh. It's, there's a lot of people who do their best to try and make it work, but they do it virtually for the love of it on the side. There's, there's no official really record keeping. It's very, very haphazard, if I can put it in those terms. And you wonder why we question when we have a situation like this. Yeah, that's, that's rubbish. Okay, we've got the All-Stakes Saturday week. And, uh, well, with alligator blood now out for an extended period, uh, Mr. Brightside, that's one less big rival for him. In sort of all those races, they sort of race against each other a lot, don't they? Yeah, they've been long-time rivals, Mido. You're right. And all you've got to do is look at the early market for the All-Stakes on Saturday week to realise what alligator blood injury is going to do for our weight for age ranks. Like, Mr. Brightside's an even-money favourite already for the All-Stakes on Saturday week. So... The bookies are anticipating that our depth in the in the weight for age um, sort of category is going to be very, very limited. And Mr. Brightside will have one more trial or jump out, I think, tomorrow at Flemington, I think, before he gets ready for that race on Saturday week. So, yeah, I just hope we can have a couple of horses that jump out of the woodwork, maybe a couple of three-year-olds who can sort of put their hand up later in the campaign and graduate to wait for age. But at the moment, he is going to start a very short price favourite for the All Stakes next week. Mate, you have a good day. Thank you. See you, boys. Chat tomorrow.